You getting high already? It's just two o'clock. It's that late? You know, you smoke too much of that shit. That shit's gonna rob you of your ambition. Not if your ambition is to get high and watch TV. <laughs> See, I get high later on when I come back. See, I get high at night when I get through with all my business. Touch your brain. It takes nothing for me to fuck your dame. Remember me from hating, don't pay. Nothing's changed. Pushing heavy weight, still weighing a fucking chain. Soaking wet, rock, hold diamonds, no cuts in the chain. Let's get the jump off, jump off. Where the chicks at? I, I love the colorful clothes you wear and the way the sunlight plays upon her head. I hear the sound of on the way that lifts her perfume through the air I'm picking up her vibrations She's giving me the excitations I'm picking up the vibrations that's the energy that's the energy that I'm sending out to you from up here in the treehouse lounge 240 feet up above the forest floor coming at you with the sonics and the energy and the peace and the love all right this is not just a podcast my friends this is a movement and as we collect the information we war against evil, we war against hate, we war against fear. We come together and we do big things, big things. But where do we start? We start with the information, we start with the truth. We start right here, right where we sit right now. Let's get it on, y'all. First of all, I want to say this is a special episode, okay? I don't usually do back-to-back artists, but we are nearing the end of the D. In fact, as of right now, this is our second last D. <laughs> okay? So it's Bobby D again, Bobby Dylon. And it is just going to be a one song show because, try as I might, I got to talk about racism again on the show because it is so pervasive and it's so ubiquitous and it has been that it's just the history is glaring so we must peel back the layers we must rewind to revisit the truth today is all about the hurricane the hurricane of hate and fear that engulfed middleweight boxer reuben hurricane carter in the 1970s in new jersey 
If you don't know, you're gonna know, and we're gonna let Bob Dylon, our buddy, tell us all about it, because the song that we're gonna be listening to today is, of course, The Hurricane, which chronicles the timeline, basically the whole story of how Reuben Hurricane Carter was wrongfully accused, maliciously accused, wrongfully convicted, wrongfully imprisoned for like 20 fucking years, Appeal after appeal kept getting thrown out. There was a conspiracy against him because people were scared of him because he was one of the world's best fighters and he was a black man. And he wasn't afraid of the establishment. He had been beaten down his whole life, man. The crap that this guy had to put up with and then to end up in prison. He is, unfortunately, this is why I'm doing this show today. This guy is unfortunately just one example of this bullshit, okay? I weep for all those who suffered a similar experience to Ruben, but we've never heard about them because they're not famous, okay? They weren't gifted, they weren't skilled, but they were still used, abused, exploited, destroyed by the systems. We're talking about the justice system, the penal system, the education system, the social welfare system, the boxing system. <laughs> like every fucking thing this guy encountered in his life was poisoned by the fact that he was black and he was a minority and people were scared of him. So, in preparation for today's episode about the music, the movie we watched this morning was, of course, The Hurricane, starring Denzel back in 1997. Norman Jewison directs. Man, great movie. Great movie, you know. Unfortunately, as I've kind of alluded to, I think it should be considered a horror film. An absolute horror film. One of the scariest realities I can imagine. Even even with Reuben Carter eventually being set free, I didn't read any books on this. I'm just going by the, the main story. There were these group of people who, after he'd been locked down for like 15 years, just hopped on the case and fucking these motherfuckers investigated this man out of prison. Like they did the investigative work that the lawyers didn't have time to do. And then they found the, the cracks in the case to get it overturned. But how is that a happy ending? Being being down for 20 years, being innocent. You know, th- there is no happy ending to this story. It's a fucking tragedy. It's crazy. I, I, I'm sorry for cursing, but it's just infuriating. Like I said, it's it's scary stuff. It scares me. Knowing what we know now in 2021. Ugh. So let me say a quick personal piece here on racism. Like the thing that clicked in for me like pretty early, pretty young, I was like, okay, if you're gonna be racist, that means you don't like this group of people because of whatever, the color of their skin. That means less possible friends for you. It's like, okay, you know, we need an extra, we need one more person to be able to play a game. And then, but no, we're not, we're all not gonna play the game because we have to exclude this person. Or even what about this? Wagwan with the racists and their like own sexual attraction. 
I, I just, I just, <laughs> this blows my mind. Like, I picture the racist, let's say it's a heterosexual male racist, and he's watching the fucking Miss Universe pageant or whatever. What's this guy gonna do? Just be like, oh yeah, like, I wouldn't hook up with, like, <laughs> you know, like, 85% of the world's most beautiful women because they're not what color I am? Like, how ridiculous and isn't that what it is isn't that what it is like how ridiculous so let's limit our group of friends and acquaintances to this like homogeneous incestuous like (laughs) gross man how fucking stupid okay i think i may have successfully brought my feelings on the issue across <laughs> by this point so let's listen to this song it's a long ass song man we'll listen to the song we'll listen to the story and then maybe we'll have some time to talk about it after it's kind of funny though i just want to point out in the movie where at the point where like the do-gooders show up to the lawyer's office the lawyers are like yeah like we've had a lot of motherfuckers like you guys in here before saying you're gonna be helping you know like and then you fuck off which is pretty funny because essentially (laughs) you know bob dylan went out of his way to write this extraordinary song and like bring the um, plight of Reuben Carter to uh, the people and to no avail. Even Bob Dylan was just like, well, he's like, well, I guess I did everything I can do. <laughs> yes, so let's, uh, let's listen to the song. Let's listen to the song. We'll try to bring some, some levity to our day after uh, that thunder cloud I started the show off on. Yo, let's hear the story of the hurricane. It's a, it's a, it's a story to be remembered and learned from. Before and time before that, it 
just the way things go If you're black, you might as well not show up on the street Unless you wanna draw the heat Yeah. 
I'd have to start calling Bob Dylon, 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 OJ, man, because that's him bringing us the juice, all right? <laughs> so there you have it. So the song came out in 76 on this album, Desire, which was Dylon's 17th studio album. So crushing it. Go see the movie. Know that things like this happen in real life to real people just like you. Okay, here's some more juice for you. In 1969, Bob appeared on the first episode of Johnny Cash's show. I was like, we talked about, we, we mentioned that Johnny Cash had a show, but it's pretty cool that Bob Dylan was the first guest. And guess what? That show, that night, they did that famous duet, The Girl from the North Country. That's the one that just breaks me in half. I didn't know that footage was from Johnny Cash's show, let alone the first night. So, wow, pretty cool. Pretty cool for me. In 1972, Bob Dylan wrote a letter to the U.S. Department of Immigration in protest for their proposed deportation of John Lennon and Yoko Ono from the U.S. after those two had been arrested for holding the little weed. Dylan's letter said, Hooray for John and Yoko! 
Let them stay and live here and breathe. This country has got room and space. I was like, that's pretty cool, Bob. So as we were listening to the song, I was doing just a little bit of research and Bob Dylan wrote The Hurricane after Reuben Carter had sent Bob Dylan his book, The 16th Round, and then Bob read it and then he got on board. And he had some um, some big benefit concerts too. They had a big benefit concert in Madison Square Gardens, which is pretty cool. But then, yeah, nine more years, nine more years after this song, he had to sit in jail. So good for Bob Dylan and Reuben Carter. Respect, Bob Dylan. Respect. John Artis, the other guy that was arrested with Reuben Carter and did that same amount of time till they were both exonerated together. Respect. Peace to all y'all. Peace to Bob Dylan, who we won't be hearing from again. Peace to Reuben Carter. Peace to John Artis. Peace to all the innocent. We will do our best to protect you. I promise you that. Peace to all the listeners around the world. This is me, your buddy. You know me, your trusted friend, Mortimer Main. You can call me Magic, you can call me the Matador, you can call me the Juice. Just as long as you keep calling me. <laughs> I hope everybody has a wonderful day and may the sun shine upon all of you as we go don't worry i know you're just like oh my god it's gonna be so long before another show no it's only gonna be about one day it's only one day away all right 24 hours bring it back here one time meet up with me in the lounge we will all be here and i'll say wagwan to you then just like i say goodbye to you now okay but don't worry 24 hours right back here. I will see you tomorrow. Peace, baby. Peace, peace, peace.